You've tuned in to the Cat Show podcast, where we're making the world a better place for cats. Hosted by the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman. Hi and welcome, cat family. I hope you're all feeling fabulous. Thanks for joining me, the cat mama, with today's talk about the myths around neutering your cats. Yes, I'm going to put it out there. I am a breeder and yes, there is a place for breeding cats. I believe in adopt and shop responsibly and make sure you find the right cat for your situation. So there is reasons why you should keep your cats intact. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about all those family pets out there that are being kept intact for the wrong reasons. There are so many different reasons that people decide not to get their cats neutered. In today's society, we need to change the conversation to why am I keeping my cat entire? We need to look at the reasons as to why we're being breeders. There are so many unwanted, unowned cats in the world, so I'm going to start this podcast off with getting on my soapbox and telling a story of what happens to them out on the streets. It's not as glamorous as the musical cats makes it out to be. Street cats and feral cats don't have a good life. It's not a nice world for them out there. The main reason we have so many unwanted and unowned or semi-owned cats is that they have been left to run free. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Cats prefer safety. They don't want to get run over by cars or be the prey of other animals or be attacked by dogs. They don't want to be in fights and get injured, but that's what's happening to millions of them around the world right now. We can't do much to protect those already out there, but there are plenty of ways that we can change their world. There's plenty of evidence out there to demonstrate that the trap, neuter, return programs work. Now, these are programs that trap cats, neuter them and return them to where they are captured. What this does is it has the cat still own their territory, but not add to the population and over time the population reduces. Now, this is a long-term strategy, but it gets to the goal in a very humane way and brings those populations down considerably. Making sure that all owned cats are neutered unless they are part of a breeding program is essential to make sure that the family cat is not adding to the problem that's already out there. A while back, a friend of mine was telling me about a stray cat that seems to be unowned and returns every Christmas to have kittens in her mother-in-law's shed. Every year they try to catch her. Every year she is too sly to get caught. She sneaks in when they go away with their caravan for their holiday break and when they come back, there is often kittens running around in their backyard. They have set traps and they've had family try to catch her while they're away, but she moves the kittens as soon as they return and they escape getting caught and handed in. This has been happening for around 10 years and for every year the cat has around 5 to 7 kittens. That's 50 to 70 kittens unowned going back into the population, not dissexed, not microchipped, not loved. Now, it's not the property's owner's responsibility to try to catch the cat, even though they have tried. They often even forget about her until they return home and realise it's time to try and catch her again. 
but she is way too smart and quick for that. This cat may have been the offspring to other unowned cats that also have had 50 to 70 kittens over a 10-year period. And that cat might have started at the age of six months having kittens. So you can see that it's very easy for cats to populate. They are very, very good at it. Not all of these kittens will survive. Some will be picked off by large prey birds, some will be attacked by dogs, and some will simply starve to death once mum stops feeding them. It's a myth to think that cats have the same family bonds that humans have. The mother will feed them and look after them, and when they are about six weeks old, will often go back into season and wean the little ones off to have more. They do not stay together as a group. They will have to look after themselves from a fairly early age. It's not much fun out there on the streets for a kitten or a cat. And don't even get me started on how many cats are run over by cars every year. Then we also need to look at the issues around wildlife. Cats are great for keeping mice and rats down, but they also take out native flora and fauna. We want our cats to do their job, but we also need to respect the environment and do our part to keep those animals safe and sound too. This is why it is so important to dissect all cats unless we are deliberately letting them breed. It's very unfair to allow more unwanted kittens to be born than to have terrible lives and often die young. There is also many diseases that they can pick up like feline AIDS and cat flu. There are many myths around dissecting cats and I wanted to really dive into those deeply in this episode. Some of them are quite reasonable and some of them are completely hilarious. So if you think I've missed any, please email me and let me know. But these are the ones that I hear on a fairly regular basis. There's also some scientific evidence around what I'm saying with some of these myths. Myth number one, neutering will cause behavioural changes. Well, this actually is not a myth. This one is true, but it's not what you think. The behaviours that change are marking their territory and being aggressive, more so for males than females. The fluctuation in hormones means they are less likely to go in search of a mate and roam. This means that they are happy to relax and enjoy life rather than be on the prowl. It makes them a much better housemate and reduces the hormones to a level where they still enjoy their hunting and playing but are not looking to hunt and play with a mate. The next myth is that my pet is too young to be dissexed. Now this might have been true a while back but things have changed a lot. Female cats can come into their first season as early as four months of age and males can father kittens from six months old. Neutering your cat before they become sexually mature will ensure that there's no oopsie litters. There is always risk to any surgery, but trained professionals can easily neuter cats from 12 to 16 weeks of age. Your cat is given a general anaesthetic and will feel no pain. 
Some mild discomfort afterwards, but most cats recover very quickly. Males in particular are less likely to develop habits of marking and spraying if neutered early, as it doesn't become a behaviour that they know. Now, neutered cats can still spray and will do so if something in their environment is upset, but it does reduce the potential of that happening. Our next myth is one that kind of I feel for because a lot of people will believe that their cat will get fat if they neuter them. Now, weight gain has nothing to do with neutering and everything to do with exercise and overeating, just like us. Cats can be lazy if they have nothing to do. Encouraging exercise and keeping an eye on how much and what they are eating will help keep them at a healthy weight. This is where enrichment comes into play. Give your cats a reason to move. If they are getting overweight, then look at making some changes to their diet to help them reduce their weight gain. Weight gain can also be a sign of issues, so it's always a good idea to check that with your vet if you feel that it's not overeating or an exercise issue. Cats are like us. If they are bored, they will eat. If they have nothing interesting to do, then they will do nothing. Keep them moving and having fun. At any age, you can find a way to enrich the senses and get them some exercise. Our next myth is that it's best for animals to have one litter first. Cats don't experience parenthood like we do. They don't yearn for it like we do. Their hormones take over and they do what's naturally intended. I've heard that people love the idea of kids seeing the miracle of childbirth, but how about you teach your kids responsible pet ownership instead? Anthropomorphism is the attribution of human characteristics and behaviours to a god, animal or object, and this happens all the time to cats. Recently on social media, I was reading a post from a lady wanting to give her cat another chance at having babies. The first time, the family didn't know she had a kitten and found it dead. The second time, the cat again had one kitten and their dog killed it at six days old. The cat kept crying and wanted to go out where they buried the kitten, from what the lady thought, but it really probably wanted to go outside and get pregnant again. This question to the group was... Should this cat have another litter yet or should she wait? This person also stated that they were not breeders and this particular cat was a pedigree cat. She just felt that the cat wanted to be a mum. I really felt for this lady as she was trying to do what was best for her cat. The loss of any kitten can be hard on us humans, but by neutering this cat, she would soon not care about being a mum. There was lots of comments about neutering her and not letting her roam and this obviously was not the answer that the lady was looking for as she left the group. But it demonstrated to me the way we put human emotions into mama cats when it is in fact hormone driven. This lady was expecting, I believe, sympathy but received advice to make her a better cat guardian. She received respect and good advice but did not take it as such because it's not what she wanted to hear and I see this all the time cats are cats they are not people this cat was obviously getting knocked up by the local tom they are animals with instinctual urges and we need to stop adding to the overpopulation issue 
Another myth that I hear all the time is I love my pet and I want another one just like them. We all love our pets and wish we could have them here for much longer than they are. But sorry, each cat is different. You will never replicate your loved pet. This is about you and your fear of losing your best buddy. It's not thinking about their best interests. Even if you could clone your pet, environmental differences would make them different. You can never replace a loved one with another just like them. We should be grateful for the chapter of our life that they were there to enjoy with us and love them for who they were. Our next myth is one that I hear all the time. My cat is a purebred, so I should breed them. Leave that to those that have a special interest in breeding. Breeding is much more than putting a couple of cats together. Breeding takes years of learning, networking and knowledge and should be left up to those that know what they're doing. Don't worry, we will never lose the humble domestic moggy. If that was ever going to be a possibility, then you can bet that there would be many breeders that would step up to make sure that this did not happen. Lots of breeders rescue the domestic cats, not to mention helping rescue groups. Breeders are not a bunch of money-hungry farmers. It's bloody hard work, and sometimes when you have a kitten that doesn't make it, it's also quite hard on the breeders emotionally. The majority of them are amazing humans that want the best outcome for their babies. There are always some out there that will do the wrong thing, but there is many that are sensational humans and they're ethical, have integrity and do the right thing. Now, the next myth is about how people say, I'm going to keep my cat in, so it shouldn't matter. If they are not neutered, they will get out if they feel the urge. We kind of need to circle back to that changing behavior first myth that we talked about. You might not let them out, but there is a much higher chance of them getting out if those hormones come into play. Having a cat indoors that's neutered will make a much better housemate. They will be more relaxed and not feel the urge to run or escape. Now, I mentioned earlier too about kids and the experience of childbirth. Now, I understand this particular myth about people wanting children to see the wonders of childbirth. I completely understand where you're coming from. It's been a great experience for our family to see kittens born and grow, and I've photographed human births as well. So my kids have probably over the years gotten a little bit too much exposure to it. This one is an easy fix though. Foster and get involved with a rescue organisation that will train you and get you the information you need to become involved. Or you could talk to some breeders and ask if you can visit their cats and kittens a little. There is no reason that you need to actually make this happen when there is already many cats out there that need help and foster families. And finally, this is my favourite myth of all of them. I don't want my male cat to feel less of a man. Sorry, guys and girls, cats don't understand sexual identity or ego. Like I've said already, us humans like to put our experiences of what being a parent means onto our animals. That's your feelings about what humans think about losing the family jewels. So unless you're going to be a responsible cat breeder, do your cat a favor and get them neutered. So what exactly do they do when they dissect a cat? 
Now, there's many names used to talk about desexing your cat. Desexing, fixed, altered, sterilized, unsexed, and of course, neuter and spaying. Both spaying and neutering are safe and permanent surgeries. Spaying refers to a female pet and is a major surgical procedure in which both ovaries and uterus are surgically removed from your pet. Neutering, which is also called castration, refers to the male pets and is a minor surgical procedure in which both of the testicles are removed. There is a small amount of discomfort, but only for a short time, and they will live much happier lives because of it. Don't add to the problem, be part of the solution. Now, feel free to email me at meow at melissanewman.com.au if you have any questions or comments, and please consider joining our community over at patreon.com forward slash catmama. We have some great guests being organised for upcoming episodes, but let me know if there's anything you would like me to cover. You've been listening to me, Melissa Newman, the Cat Mama. Thank you so much for tuning in.